Yes, indeed. We are awaiting your home improvement questions either by phone or by text. That number is the same, 651-989-9226. Good morning to you, Andy Lindis. Good morning, Denny. How are you today? I'm doing real well, thank you very much. It's, uh, And I hope you guys are, too, the whole crew, all the crews, and you have many, at uh, Lindis Construction. I always <laughs> like to start off the show t- talking about the weather and I know you are very much aware, and you guys have to be because of the uh, cruise. And it's for our listeners, too, who uh, are, are customers of Lindis who are maybe expecting windows or side, whatever the case may be, and uh, to see if that job is indeed going to get done. It looks like you're going to have a, a halfway decent week to get those uh, pro- projects done. Yeah, you know, uh, it, we keep saying this every week. It, it just came, seems to just last for us. Yeah, we had a little bit of snow, but... It's not too cold. There really isn't a lot that we can't do outside. Outside of my decking department, we're pretty much full full steam ahead in every division. So siders, roofers, everyone but asphalt roofing and, and decking is, is working right now. And pretty fortunate that we're having such a mild winter. Although that uh, the snow we had yesterday, wow, that was a heavy snow. It was uh, oh, yeah. the chiropractor's office is going to be pretty busy this week if uh, if the rest of the world's back is feeling like mine does right now. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even bother with a snowblower because it would it wouldn't have been able to mm-hmm. even lift it off the chute there. Um, but what you're what you're saying things like uh, uh, siding can that get done? Certainly windows can, you know, year round. But what about siding? Yeah, yeah. No, we'll we'll side year round. Um, there's some there's some temperature things that you have to worry about sometimes with uh, the the silicone that we can put on the outside. Um, or the color match caulking that that we're going to use, but typically we can do a good job of keeping those in the, the tubes inside and warm enough to be able to use. And if it gets too cold, what we'll do is wait for a better day and come back and 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 seal everything up. You don't really have to worry about wind-driven rain this time of the year. So moisture and water infiltration it's always a worry, but in the winter time it's not as big of a deal as you would think, especially when you couple it with what we're doing with the underlayments, Denny. I mean, that's the real protection of the house. When we put the Insultex on, the water infiltration and the air infiltration things that we take before you even put siding on really does tighten up your house. So even if we have to hold off on on, on putting the color match uh, caulking on the outside after we get the siding done until a little bit better weather, you're still going to have a much warmer house without the caulking than what you probably had before. What about uh, attic work? What about insulation, ventilation? Uh, is that done uh, throughout the year as well or no? Yeah, all, all winter long. And we've been uh, working on a couple of crawl spaces this last week. One in particular, um, it's been a, a difficult task to try to figure out. But uh, I've told the story before. I have a couple of customers that I know that were, you know, say like an addition was put on the house, but they didn't do a full basement, just a crawl space. Mm-hmm. And I can think of this one addition, and that addition part was the daycare. Uh, they ran an in-home daycare, and that floor was very, 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 very cold. So, and and when you got down into that crawl space, it was pretty musty. And what we did is we, we hooked up our, our one of those Santa Fe dehumidification systems in the basement, and then what we ended up doing was spray foaming the walls and then the floor, which is the ceiling of the crawl space. And made a a big big difference in how much warmer that floor was. Imagine this: it's, it was basically an uninsulated crawl space, so it's cold air and a floor that's not insulated at all. So it was really, we've been 
on a lot of those. We're on one particular job that probably should dig it out. It's I've been looking at the picture of these crawl space. Our our insulators are out there, and I don't know. There's just the grade. You can't get to the one side of the crawl space, and we we've done everything we can. I still haven't made a big difference. So, you know, those those these insulating projects can get frustrated as we go through them because every house is a little bit different and take this house in particular because the grading wasn't done the proper way and they didn't dig out the foundation. There's really no room to get in there to insulate it. And it's, it's that those are the the problems that you run into the winter time that you're going to have a hard time with because the ground is frozen. You can't dig it out. And so other than that, little things like that, Denny, we can pretty much do anything in the winter time. That's cool. That's good. Uh, just to alert our listeners, if you want to, if you have, uh, maybe you're in the middle of a project or about to begin one, you want some help, you want some advice, you can call Andy or you can text Andy. Same number, 651-989-9226. It's the Home Improvement Show here on uh, CCO. Andy, we may have talked about this. I know we've talked about my uh, the crawl space here at our house. And uh, several months ago, we had uh, uh, safebasements.com come in. And what's the word? Encapsulate, Right. Uh, encapsulate mm-hmm. that crawl space. And, I mean, that alone made such a difference. It made such a difference in the radon level. Uh, yeah. But my question to you is, is, and I think you've told me this before, You, Lindis could still get that area, even though it's been encapsulated, you can still uh, spray foam, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you can walk yeah, on we, that if we, if we can, material. Yeah, it, yep, we can access. Uh, spray foam, Right. Mm-hmm. Even though you can walk yeah, on we, that if we, if we can, material, yeah, it, yep, we can access that area still and and spray foam that for sure. Oh, that's good to know. That's uh, I'll be you'll be getting a call <laughs> one of these All days. Right. All right, I tell you what. Let's uh, speaking of calls, we have to take a break and we accept calls. We expect uh, accept your text messages for Andy again six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. It's the Home Improvement Show presented every week by our friends at Lindis Construction. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. You have that kind of a question, you can call it in or text it in, Andy Lindis, 651-989-9226. Andy, a texter wants to know, does Lindis do cabinet refacing? Uh, we work with companies that do cabinet refacing, but it's not something that we specialize. But we can recommend people that uh, can put you in the right direction. Custom cabinet shops are probably going to be your, be your best bet. Um, but that's not something that uh, that we do ourselves. It would be something that we would partner with somebody to help do that type of remodel. We, we do this on a, on a regular basis. Usually it comes with new countertops, flooring, and other things. Say that the, the cabinets are in pretty good shape, and they just want to aesthetically change the color, the look. So there's things that you can do to the cabinetry, refacing new hardware, and then put all new countertops, flooring on, and, and, and it looks like a new kitchen. It can save you a lot of money in the long run because, as you know, Denny, cabinets, not very cheap, and it's it's one of those products that I can tell you this, when, when people go cheap on cabinets in, in, in remodeling, and yeah. so they just buy the, the standard box ones, or and not all cabinets are created equal. I can tell you this. And then five years down the road, the doors are falling off, the cabinets are falling apart. And yeah, you save 10, 20% on your cabinets at the beginning. But you know, 
when you go into a house that's 100 years old and has the original cabinetry and you just can see the craftsmanship that goes into it, not only in the type of materials, but, but with how things are made, those are the type of cabinets you should be looking at for for a remodel job. That's why we tend to lean on two cabinet makers in particular. One is a custom cabinet maker and one is uh, more of a standard box operation. And I can tell you, Denny, when, when we use that standard box operation, they're very well made, but the hardest part is dealing with all the cardboard to unpackage these darn things. <laughs> boy, oh boy, you can fill up a dumpster really, really quickly. I, but when you, when you skimp on cabinetry, the, the whole remodel can go bad, and it's just not something you want to do. So if you have really good cabinets, refacing them sometimes can be the best option for saving money. That's a good point. Now, you have an old house, very old house. What, 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 were, what were the original cabinets like when you moved in, or were they original? You know, you know we're fourth generation uh, in this house. My, my children are fourth generation in this house, and uh, every generation before them uh, came from the trade. So my house has been remodeled uh, maybe 10 times over the, <laughs> over the years since uh, my family's owned it and the cabinets we took out of there were oak cabinets that I believe my father installed when he remodeled the kitchen. And the main reason why we took them out is it was an older style kitchen. It had the sunken ceiling. It was kind of an Island and we wanted to open up that whole room. And you can watch this, our, our kitchen remodel on, on YouTube, anybody that's interested in checking it out. But uh, we basically took a dining room, living room, kitchen and made it one giant room. And that's why we changed all the cabinets. The cabinets were actually in okay shape. And I can tell you, taking them out of the house was no easy task either. So hmm. it was a, uh, a lot of sledgehammer work. Which is, isn't that how you started your illustrious career? <laughs> a destruction yeah. crew? Yeah. Yep. Windows destruction. Yeah. That's what they, uh, they let us go. And <laughs> in fact, they didn't really let us tear stuff off that first year. We were more the the guys that run the shovels to pick up the piles. Sure. Stuff the somebody else got to yes. tear off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Andy, the texture, by the way, if you have a home improvement question, call it in or text it in, 651-989-9226. Uh, texter says this, should you run a Brone air changer constantly in the winter? First of all, I don't have one of those. I thought they were talking about a, a bathroom fan. But what what, are, what, are, what is this texture talking about? Um, if you... Your air exchanger should have settings, and it's going to have a lot to do with how your comfort of your house is, but you should be checking your humidity levels as well. Now, if you're just talking about a Brone fan, a Brone is typically like your bath fan, Brone vent that we have on on the roof of your bath fan. And so if you're talking about having a bath fan run year-round, I wouldn't do that. But if you're talking about your air exchanger, you probably need to change the setting from summer to wintertime. And it's not something you're going to have, you're going to want to run all the time because it can really make your humidity levels too high for us as it gets colder. Good rule of thumb is 20 to 30% humidity when, when the weather is in this 20 to 30 degree range. Okay. I, um, I see from occasionally uh, Linda's construction stuff on Facebook, but a texter wants to know, do you have uh, – do you have videos anywhere that they could uh, they could look at? Yeah, they're they're all over YouTube. Uh, I saw that text. Uh, they're asking about. Uh, there's a TikTok video with over two hundred thousand views. Wow. Um, I'm pretty sure. I don't know what TikTok. We have a TikTok channel. Linus Instruction does. 
but I think this is one of our estimators. He used to be a roofing supervisor for us. Brandon, Brandon Larson's his name remodeled his living room and did a, a, a fantastic job on a built-in cabinet. It looks awesome. And he videoed the whole thing and put together a video. So he's just, this is a do it yourselfer who works for us as an estimator and, and used to work for us as a roofing supervisor. And he just did a remodel on his own and put it on TikTok. And I, I believe that's the video that they're referring to in the text there. It's kind of neat. If you have, if you have TikTok and you want to see a really cool built-in cabinet done, uh, in a living room, it, it turned out awesome. Brandon, not only is he, uh, he awesome at customer service, he's, he's a heck of a craftsman as well. But you, uh, you uh, yourself, and uh, have been on uh, television as well. I, I, we're kind of getting off the subject here, but you, uh, you have, you actually have shows you can people can see. Uh, when yeah. and where are those? Um, you know, they're usually on WCCO Saturday mornings. Uh, today's Home Remodeler's name of the show. If you can't catch it there, we have the different segments of Today's Home Remodeler broken out on our YouTube page and on our website. So if you go to our website and and you click on siding, you're going to have really easy links to look at siding videos, window videos, decking videos, and mm. and we're going to be shooting a, a lot more of those videos in, in 2021. Not a, not a lot of production done, as, as you can imagine, during during COVID. Uh, right. Didn't want to put more people on job sites than necessary, so we really didn't document or video any of our jobs in, in 2020 to, to put out there. I, uh, I got lucky this year. I got uh, my oldest son is graduating from college, and uh, he's an IT kid. He's actually uh, teaching a couple classes at Stout right now. Really? He's a teacher's assistant uh, his last semester here, and one of the classes he's taken the last year is a lot of video editing. So but if, uh, if you're getting Linux construction work done, you might be seeing uh, my oldest son on the job site trying to put some videos out there so we can show other people what we do and how we do it. You mean he's not really still in high school like I thought? <laughs> yeah. Oh, nope, nope. I got one in high school left, uh, my daughter, my youngest. So I'm almost an empty nester, Denny. How about that? Uh, you know, I, uh, I'm starting to call them uh, the, the kids uh, that I used to have because, boy, oh, boy, they, uh, they're they here, but they're not here. Yeah, I can understand that. Say, so, hey, let's uh, grab a phone call. I think Mark is calling in from South St. Paul this morning. Mark, thank you. What's your question for Andy? Uh, a bit of a comment and warning for a lot of folks. Thanks to the pandemic, we get people trying to make a quick buck. And uh, unfortunately, it's not exactly the best. Uh, air sanitizers, basically selling the idea that you can sanitize your house and keep the uh, pandemic and v- bacteria, virus, and everything out. There are industrial units uh, out there, big uh, high-power ultraviolet units for AC systems of the air. But... Uh, as far as I can tell, most of the uh, ones that you're trying to sell for your house is a little overboard and overkill for most homes. Okay. Yeah, and, and it can get dangerous, the ones that are using ozone. And, you know, that, that running those in your house, yeah, they do a great job of odor, and there's some studies that say they can kill viruses and, and everything, but it also, it's it's not good for you to breathe. And I know people have been running those in houses and cars and, and, and it's leading to lung and breathing issues all with that. So, yeah, it's uh, I've looked into them a lot, Danny, as you can imagine. And we've been approached by a lot of companies. And there's a reason why Linus Instruction isn't selling them to homeowners yet. It's just that uh, I can't trust it. I don't know it. And the technology is so new. And there's been so many that have been launched in the last six months. I, I'm not a believer in them 
and, and, and how much more safer they're actually going to make a house. So uh, as they, as I'm sure technology catches up and, you know, necessity is the mother of all invention. I'm assuming over the next couple of years, there's going to be units that do make a lot of sense for homes for, for, for keeping us safe and, and, and free and clear of, of infections. But I, right now, I'm not offering them to my customers because I don't trust them and I don't believe them. So that's a, I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with the caller, Denny. Yeah. It's too early. And, and like you said, there's some industrial stuff out there that, that honestly, inside a regular house might actually do more harm than good. So you really have to do your research when you're buying things like that. All right. Good point from a listener. Thank you very much for taking the time to do that. Uh, we have another hey, half Denny, hour. with it. Yeah, sure. Um, before we go here, get to the one text. Um, remember last week we had the email where the, the customer wasn't trying, was getting some pooling in the, in the basement. And I apologize. I thought it replied to their email. She just texted the, the, the show. Mm, and in looking I do at remember the pictures, in yeah. looking at the pictures, I would almost guarantee that the water's coming in on the roof or the fascia somewhere and then down the wall. So that's where I would start to look. If you're listening right now, I would have a professional out to your house to look at your roof or your fascia because it looks like the water is getting in the wall and then leaking higher up than the floor. That's that's where I would think the water's coming from, looking at the pictures. But again, inspections are free. Call 1-800-LEAFGUARD. We'll have somebody come out and look at it for free and, and give you our best advice. No, that's a good point. Thanks for bringing that up. All right. Thank you, Texter. Uh, and again, we have another half hour or so of the show to go. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, uh, call Andy or text Andy. Same number, 651 651- Nine eight nine nine two two six. We'll grab some more text messages, as well as phone calls when we come back. We'll have a look at that uh, weather forecast too. Straight ahead here on News Talk eight three zero WCCO. And welcome back to our home improvement show, Denny Long, along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction, answering as usual your home improvement type of questions, either by phone or by text whatever is easier for you. You can call it in or text it in, same number again, 651-989-9226. Andy, let's go to the phones. I think uh, Jeff has been waiting there in Eden Prairie to uh, ask you a question. Thanks, Jeff. What's your question for Andy? Yeah, for Andy. Well, Andy, we have a Rambler that was built in 1994, and our our lower level basically had transite heat in it. And so I take these plastic chutes and put them on the vents to, to aim the hot air to the outside wall, and I've had a neighbor that says, oh, no, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to send the heat to the inside of the house. And I, I thought I remember something a few years ago why they said that was important to put the heat to the outside of the inside wall of your home. Uh, can you uh, explain that to me? <laughs> um, I don't know why you'd want the heat to be going. I mean, the outside wall is going to be one of the colder parts of your home. In fact, you might be creating condensation issues because the warmest air possible is going at the coldest surface possible um in that room so i wouldn't point that at the outside wall um now i think maybe what you're referring to is how we reverse fans in the winter time and and that's more about the overall changing the air in the actual room and one thing i noticed like why i reverse the fans is it's going to suck the air up put the air down the ceilings down the walls and it just creates uh all the air seems to be the same temperature and it's probably more important to do that when you have radiant heat than than any type of forced air. But um, okay. I wouldn't point I wouldn't point it at the walls. I've never heard of that. I don't see why that would benefit you in the least. To be honest with you. 
Okay. All right. Well, very good. I'll, I'll change them around today. Thank you very much. All right. Very good, good Jeff. Luck. And I, I, I could be wrong, honestly. I don't know if I can ask that question or um, I've never, never thought about that. And I, I don't. Denny, do you know why you'd want to point the heat at the outside wall? No. It, it, it's kind of the opposite of what I would think. Hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, as you know, Andy, we have very smart listeners. We may get uh, some other input uh, on the reasons why. We'll we'll see about that. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. If you have an idea, uh, Texter says this: We are putting a backsplash in the kitchen on the very bottom where it meets the countertop. Should we use mortar, or chalk, or both? Hmm. Chalk. Um. Hmm. On the very bottom. So they're, they're just trying to fill where they're backsplash in the kitchen, the very bottom where it meets the counter shop. Would you use mortar or chalk or both? Mortar. I would think. I mean, it, 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 or, or, and I'm guessing they mean caulk, not chalk. Caulking. Oh, I bet you that's what, the, that's yeah, yeah, yeah I it, bet it, you that's yeah, where is. where the backsplash meets the the, the 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 countertop is typically done with with caulking. So you know, when you put the backsplash on, you're going to mortar. Uh, all of the the seams in the actual backsplash, if the tile if it's a tile backsplash, but then typically where those two meet is caulking. Yeah, it's just spell check again. <laughs> One of those. Yeah, things. hey, hey, autocorrect kills autocorrect, me half the yeah. time too. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six for your home improvement question for Andy. Uh, here's one. It says uh, I checked into reciting my house earlier this winter, and was surprised at the cost and was told it was due to the cost of building supplies and lumber. The question is from the listener, do you see a change in building supply cost, or is it still high? Um, I don't see a big change happening right now. I can tell you this, Denny. Um, spent the better part of the last month talking to manufacturers uh, around the country building material manufacturers and we really, really feel fortunate one with the partners that we have uh, on a variety of fronts. Um, and I'll get into a little bit more of that, but we're right now able to guarantee 2020 pricing for the first quarter so far. And I think we're going to be able to hold pricing maybe even a couple of quarters. So right now, if you purchase something from Linus construction, even if we don't install it until August, you're getting 2020 pricing. And I think that's going to be a really good deal for a lot of people because I am a little afraid on, on where building materials going. I've never negotiated deals like this with manufacturers in my life. Never felt the need to try to lock in prices this far in advance because I didn't wasn't looking at a future where we're looking at twenty, thirty, forty percent increase in prices and and lumber. Yeah, can get it's pretty pretty crazy right now. But I anticipate a lot of the commodity driven stuff uh, is going to come down, but. It's uh, we don't know. We 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 really don't know. It's a supply and demand thing that happened in 2020. It more than, and then couple it with COVID, where some of these factories had to shut down for extended periods of time, it led to a, a, a the perfect storm for pricing in the building material worlds. But right now, I think uh, I think we're going to be okay. And siding as a whole, Denny. Yeah. When it, when it comes to pricing, people sometimes don't really know exactly what it costs. It's, it doesn't take much for a siding job to get to be that thirty, forty thousand dollars to to reside your entire home, depending on the materials, and it can go up from there. 
$50,000 siding projects are all not that uncommon. And what people got to keep in mind is for every 120 roofing crews there are in, in the Twin Cities, there's one siding crew. It really is a different set of craftsmen that install siding. And we're fortunate enough that we have some of the best ones in the country working for us. But there's a reason why our lead times in siding are always some of the longest in, in our company. And right now, I think they're at 12 to 14 weeks, which for the siding department is not so bad. But uh, it's still one of the longest lead times that we have at Linus Instruction. It's just it's people, there's not a lot of them in the Twin Cities. And, and the pricing for siding has been high for five years, I think. It's just, uh, it seems... It, it seems with the amount of storms that we've had and the amount of work that's been out there, finding good people to install. And what installers are making right now compared to what they were making 10 years ago, and good for them, they deserve it, yeah. is, is a lot more. Now, what uh, what kind of material are people choosing for siding? I mean, what's what seems to be the, 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 the favorite? Uh, our seamless steel is always one of the biggest sidings that we sell, but the LP smart side the last two years have been the majority of siding jobs that we've installed. It's just a, a fantastic product, comes in a variety of, of profiles, so you can really design the exterior of your home a lot of different ways. It's, it's not uncommon that we have four or five different styles of siding going on a home. And the nice part about LP Smart Side, you know, it's, 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 it's made in Two Harbors, Minnesota, then. And, and the finishing that we use is, is painted in Wausau, Wisconsin. And Wausau Supply's biggest supply place where they store the materials is in Lakeville, Minnesota. So it's a local, as local of a siding company as we can get. And couple that with that, what I think is the best siding product in the country right now, it, it really was a no-brainer for us to really put all of our eggs in that basket. Yeah, that is good stuff for sure. 651-989-9226 is the text number. It's also the phone number for Andy Lindis if uh, you want to ask a home improvement question. Here's one via the text. Uh, changing countertops. And the new granite is three-eighths thinner than the butcher block it is replacing. Texter wants to keep the backsplash tile. Do you think this texter can add a three-eighths strip of oak around the top of the base cabinets to bring up the granite to the backsplash? Cabinets are painted, by the way. Can you visualize that? Uh, yes, I can visualize that. And that should be a doable thing. Um this is one of those things that you really have to make sure you're looking on the front end when you're picking out countersides. It's something that we run into on, on a regular basis, and this is why we, we push our customers so much to try to make decisions on the materials that they're using because picking the style of countertop, whether it's a Cambria or a, a different type of quartz or granite or other things, they're all different thicknesses. So that's going to go into the design of the house. So you really have to think about that. So... I know one remodel job that we just did, uh, imagine a, a box window that we actually pushed outside the house so it looks like a bay window. But when we ordered the countertops, we ordered the countertops so the countertops are actually going to go all the way out to the glass. Well, when you're ordering the windows, you need to know the thickness of the countertop in order to make that happen. And it took us a couple of extra weeks to pick the exact countertops, which put the whole product back or project back a couple of weeks. So... There's there's a lot of think power, executive think power as I like to call it, happening when when you're picking out the materials. But putting around that that oak strip should work just fine. I think there's a lot of interest in uh, redoing kitchens. 
uh, still, I should say, not just these days. And I remember over the years, Andy, we'd get uh, questions, uh, Lindis would, about what what countertop material does Lindis prefer? And maybe I should turn it around as what, what countertop uh, material are people requesting mostly? Quartz? Granite? What? Yeah, it's a, a lot of Cambria. Go figure. Minnesota. Yeah. Um, the, the home state of Cambria. And so we do a lot of quartz, uh, a lot of Cambria and a, a lot of granite. Um, and, and people are, Denny, we spent so much time in our houses. People are really dreaming about their kitchens. And I don't know if we just spent 2020 watching HGTV and, and wanting all of our house remodeled, but it sure seems that way. The amount of phone calls we're getting for kitchen and bathroom remodels and for extra living space is it's still, we haven't experienced anything like this. Our, our design build team is doing everything they possibly can to, to get out and help as many customers as, as possible. But I know Eric, who's been on the show before, he's our head designer, and he's the person that you're more than likely going to meet with from our design build team first. His schedule, and God bless him, he's putting 70, 80-hour weeks in right now, <laughs> is, uh, is very booked. But um, there's a reason. I mean, Eric is about as, as easy to work with as anybody in the design build place, but I can tell you, uh, the projects that we have coming up and the ones that we completed recently are really made a difference in houses, and people are, are really enjoying our design build side of our business, kitchen remodels, bathroom models, uh, three-season porches, things like that. That uh, the side of our business has made a lot of difference in houses this year, and I'm telling you, the, the projects and the, the reviews that we're receiving have been a lot of fun to work with. Uh, Eric's a good guy. I, I certainly yes. uh, agree with you there. Good guy. Uh, tell you what, we need to take a quick break here, but let's invite our listeners to, again. There's still a few minutes left in the show. If you have to uh, call in your question or send it via text, your home improvement question, same number, 651-989-9226. 29 degrees in the Twin Cities. We'll be right back. And welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday in the 9 o'clock hour. Thanks to our friends at Lindus Construction, L-I-N-D-U-S, lindusconstruction.com, or you can give them a call, 1-800-LEAFGUARD, if you would like a free estimate on whatever project you have in mind. Andy Lindus, we have texters, uh, and uh, we've got, uh, I think, maybe one or two calls. But let's get some text messages uh, taken care of here. Here's one. It says, Our Concrete Block Basement has some seam cracks. I don't want to replace the whole basement nor just cover them up with paneling. What are some good options to repair them? Tuck pointing, thank you for your response. What do you think, Andy? Yeah, you can re-tuck point that area. There's some sealers that you can get. There's paint. You can paint that wall, seal, seal up the cracks. The problem is, Chances are those cracks are, are happening because of water infiltration somewhere. Uh, cracks are going to happen on in your basement regardless of what you do. So it might be something that you, as houses move and shift, it might not be anything that you really have to worry about. But a good rule of thumb is when it comes to basements, because estimates are free, call up safebasements.com. Have uh, one of Jesse Trouble's guys come out, and, and he'll tell you exactly what's going on. And... One thing you have to worry about if this, these cracks are happening and, and this movement is happening, 
there might be some stabilization issues and there's no better company in the country to talk to than safe basements about that. So it's, it's a, for me, the peace of mind that you can get from having them come out, I'd start there and go from there. Yeah. They're really good people. Um, They know their stuff. Hey, Denny, we did get a couple of texts uh, about uh, those vents, and, and oh, I understand okay. that, that that the events are going to be on the outside wall, and that's where they're placed for, for good reason. Um, but I've never heard of somebody putting a plastic vent baffle on their vent and pointing it at the outside wall. Um, I think that's it's defeating. It's too much. You're already going to have that, that air is on, coming, the forced air is on the outside wall already. Why force it and more directly at the outside wall. I've never heard of that. I don't see the benefit for that yet. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, Texter wants a recommendation, and maybe you can explain what this looks like, Uh, a deck cable railing system. What's that about? Um, Well, just uh, so your banister, the spindles, you can, there's a variety of materials that you can pick, whether it's one of the composite decking materials that, that, you, that you're picking um, or our Fortress or Westbury railing systems all can get a cable system that we can attach either horizontally or vertically. And I saw this text, so I, I texted Luke and Charlie, our two best deck designers, and they, they, this is the, the text that we've You usually talk people out of it. Kids can climb the horizontal cables. And the vertical cable just is not very aesthetically pleasing. So that's uh, two of the best deck people's uh, that I know opinion on it. And if you have little kids, remember they they can climb the climb the cables that are horizontal and and the vertical cables. Yeah, you're going to be able to see through them a lot better. But I don't know. I can tell you, my brother put a glass railing on. So how do they like that? Of spindles. He really likes it. I thought it was going to be. A, you know, you have to clean it all the time and yeah. it's dirty really easily. But I'm telling you, it, it, it's lasted. He's he's been a fan of it, and I think he'd do it again if given the choice. I like the uh, the railing system that uh, when uh, Luke was over here some several months ago uh, that I'd love to see uh, someday soon. And it's just instead of having you know like a top rail where you can put a planter box or whatever, this is this is just a metal railing system that looks really clean. You know, and mm-hmm. there's a, there's a better sight line of sight uh, through that. I, I would imagine that's pretty popular too. Yes, that's our most popular alien system. That's the one I have installed at my home. Yeah, love the looks of it. Let's grab a phone call, uh, Andy. Uh, Lee is calling in from Brooklyn Park, I believe. Uh, Lee, you're on with Andy. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Good. So Good. Are you? I'm doing fine. I listen to the show all the time. So, but I, I need you. your opinion since you're in the construction business. Um. I want to build a new house, and I'm, and the deal is about the wood prices and everything up. When do you foresee them prices coming down, if they do come down? Because I'd like to build in the next eight months or less. Uh, we're actually going to go talk to a construction guy tomorrow. What do you think? I think that holding off has just as good a chance of costing you more money as it does saving you money. Um, Building prices, they're up a little bit, and the commodity stuff seems to be stabilizing some. But 
typically when it comes to home improvements, Denny, um, I don't see prices going up and down uh, on a regular basis. They go up and then they stay up. And they might adjust a little bit, but I would I would be willing to bet that if you have a house getting built in September of 2021, it's going to cost you less than the house you build in September of 2022. Having said that, home improvements the last five years, it's, nothing's cheap, Denny. Nothing worth doing no. in your home is cheap. It usually no. isn't. And the ones that, that really try to save money and go the cheap route are usually the ones that have to do the project twice. And and holding off and waiting is is usually a recipe for spending more money than you need to. But it's a different year. We haven't been we haven't had a, a year like we just had, and I've never seen building materials do what, what they're doing. But like I said, I've I've seen more willingness in the last three weeks of manufacturers really looking to try to hold prices, and their people are thinking outside of the box. They're buying ahead of time. They're there, I can tell you, Denny, if a guy was thinking in August and bought a few truckloads of plywood, mm. he would have made a lot of money for what plywood did in that two months. But it's already coming back to earth right now. So I right now I can buy plywood cheaper than I could have in like October. So mm. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I can't give you an honest to, to this is exactly what's going to happen answer because, one, I'm, I'm, it's beyond me. I try my best to deal with all these people and talk to the manufacturers and, and, and figure things out. But there's a lot of factors that go into it there. We don't know what the first two quarters of 2021 are going to bring. We, we really don't. So we'll, we'll see. Yep. Texter says this, Andy, when replacing a bathroom ceiling vent and light, is the ceiling box a universal size or could I possibly end up cutting into the ceiling? You should be able to order a bath fan to fit that hold. All depends on the type of bath fan that you had before, the brand, the manufacturer. But typically, when we're changing these out, we're not having to do a lot of ceiling work. So, But having said that, all home improvements are unique. You might have to, and you might have to make sure you order the right fan for, for that opening. Um, Panasonic is the brand that we typically use when it comes to bath fans and they make a wide variety of them. You can get them with a heater, you can get them with a light, you can get them, you know, where it's a combination of all of them, which is kind of a nice thing in your bathroom to have a, a little bit of heat and, and, and event at the same time, but all depends on that particular bathroom. You can order them usually to fit the whole Denny. There's a question, Andy, you know, we get from time to time, like how far would Linda's construction go to do a job? This texter in, in particular says, would your company travel as far south as Austin, Minnesota, to do the work? I know you know various contractors that you believe in uh, outside of our area, right? We do, and um, we, we, we Linda's construction actually does get about as far south as we go. We have estimators uh, located in near the Rochester area, so he will get down to the Austin area and work his way north from there. So, yeah, we will come down to Austin and, and look at roofing, siding, windows, leaf bear gutters, you name it. All right. Let's see. With our limited time here left, here's another text. I have a one-and-a-half-story house. The gutters on it now are hanging by straps from the roof. How are leaf guard gutters mounted on that style of a roof? Well, it has more to do with your softened fascia than that style of roof. Any Anytime you're attaching anything to your roof, it's usually a bad idea. 
So typically, we're going to make a new system where we can attach it to the fascia board and into the rafter tails. You're going to have a much better gutter system. We're going to put a piece of flashing that slides up underneath your roof. That's just how leaf guard works. By the, the principle of liquid adhesion, water likes to curl around the shingles, so it's going to make sure no water can get back to your fascia that way, and we'll seal up all of the, the holes that the previous gutter system put on your roof. But something we run into on a regular basis, pretty easily dealt with. Well, great. Well, I'll tell you what, in the last 30 seconds here, we've we got any deals going on at Lindis uh, to talk about before I let you go? Yes, uh, right now. The, the free heat map analysis on insulation will, will come in. We'll use all of the tools that we possibly can and tell you how to make your house the most comfortable it possibly can be. It really is an awesome service. It's free. We're going to look at your rim. We're going to look at your attic. We're going to look at your whole house as, as it works and, and sit down and tell you maybe everything's perfect, but maybe we can save you some money and, and make it more comfortable. So the free heat map analysis and, of course, 75% off labor on Infinity Windows. 1-800-LEAFGUARD or get on the web at lindisconstruction.com. Andy, have a good week. Let's talk next Saturday. Sounds great. Very good. Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Uh, coming up next hour, investing with confidence here on 830-WCCO. Overcast now, chance of showers, snow showers later today, late afternoon. Uh, but again, right now in the Twin Cities, a temperature reading with cloudy skies at 29 degrees. Stay with us.